back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Awesome. Welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than the Score. This is Peter Ferguson. It's Peter Ferguson, BHS LLC in Lincoln Public Schools and joined on the board with uh, by Harrison. Um, we have had two uh, phenomenal individuals. We're going to kind of keep it rolling with Gabriel, Gabriel. Excuse me, Gabriel. I'm up here getting all tongue-tied. He got the Frozen shirt on and everything. <laughs> and, and Emily, we were in a real in-depth conversation. So, Emily, one of the um, things that you had on your profile that I saw um, was that you liked to use a 0.7 millimeter flat tip pen give yep. us some insight on <laughs> yep. like what like where, where what what's the importance of that I don't even know how it started but whenever we'd edit stories in mass media like a news story yeah. um, we would all use like those same types of like flare pens those like felt tip ones okay um, we would just all use that pen and they're so smooth and they're so nice to write with. <laughs> I love them so much. Like on my desk, I have like a little bucket full of like 20 of them. Wow. And like all different colors. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Today I'm feeling purple and I'll write with purple. And it just makes me feel so efficient. I love them. This is the deal. We know what we're getting for graduation right now. <laughs> okay. She's graduating in May. We're, we're going ahead and getting you an endless supply at least for mm-hmm. a year from 93.7 to take it. Those 0.7 uh, felt flat tip pens. Hey, um, as we left, um, we were talking a little bit about putting your voice out there and what that looks like. Tell us like how, you know, t- you talked about your purpose and if you would be willing to mm-hmm. share that again. And then just how have you applied that during your life, but also during your years in high school? Uh, Yeah, so my purpose, again, is to share stories of others and my own and the impact that they have on our actions and on our words. Um, And I feel like I've always been a very outspoken person, I think, in like anything, like um, especially when it comes to regards of equity, because growing up, I was pretty shy. But when someone would say something, I was like, oh, that's mean. I would say something. Um, and people would be like, oh, she's mad. You better watch her. She's <laughs> mad. She, she never talks, but she's talking wow. now. Wow. Um, and so I've always been very outspoken, I think, especially just because, like, um, given where I grew up um, for elementary and middle school, there was not a lot of diversity. Um, and so, like, my family was pretty much the only Latino family in that town, okay. the entire town sometimes. Um, and so I always felt like I had to speak up for myself. Um, And that way, and I think that transferred over into high school, where I've always been willing to, you know, speak up for myself, speak up for others, speak up for my views. Like um, when my teachers told me, you know, be loud with everything you do, especially if you believe in it. And so I've always been loud with my story. And so then I think um, that same teacher, Benson, she pretty much told me, you know, you're so open about sharing your story. Why not share the stories of others as well? Just because when I share my story, um, it makes me happy. And I love sharing my story and seeing, you know, how it can help me connect with others and help them make the connection that like, you know what, maybe I should rethink what I've said in past situations. Maybe I should be more kind, more open minded. And if my story can do that to like a stranger, what can the stories of others do to even more people, you know? And so I like to like share the stories of others, like through journalism, I've been able to do that, Um, you know, and just being in spaces like... um, Spaces like with the Equity Cadre, um, and Thai Club at my school, Teens Influencing Equity. Mm-hmm. Like being in those spaces, being able to um, set up um, areas to share stories. I think stories um, can really connect people, and that's how we can make change. Once people have a personal connection to an issue, they are much more motivated to make a change, and all it takes is a story, you know? Wow. 
And and you've told some things that have, you know, personally occurred to you when you say like once people have a connection to that, they can make a change. One of the simple ones is you did a, a module and you supported some work in educating, yeah. you know, our staff. And you oftentimes you told the story about the impact of something really simple, but the huge impact it made was your name. Mm-hmm. And, and can you maybe share a little bit of, about that and um, what is your name and then how can, you know, that not pronouncing it right and not saying it right um, impacted you and how you asked people to make that change? Yeah, so, um, well, my full name is a little different. Well, my legal name is Emily Chaires, okay. um, but my full name is a little different. Uh, my full name is Emily Chaires Hernandez Ortiz Gonzalez Insunza Marquez Gomez Torres Quintero Gutierrez Becerra Marquez Morales. Wow. That's my whole, um, going back generations in my yes. family, we keep track of our last names. That's my full name. Um, and I've always been proud of my name um, just because, I mean, it's who I am. It's who my ancestors were. And I love it. You know, yes. it's a huge part of who I am. But growing up, um, again, because I grew up in spaces where um, there wasn't a lot of diversity, there were hardly any other um, Latino people around me, no one ever said my name right, you know? It was always like um, Emily Chaidez, Emily Cherez, Cherez, like something that's just not right. And I'm like, when you say that, you're calling out for a different person because that ain't me. Right. That's not me, you know? <laughs> um, and so like, I like it when people make an effort to you know, be like, wait, no, how do you say that again? How do I, how do I say it? And I understand like some people can't roll their R's, right. but that's okay because I appreciate when people make the effort to, you know, say my name because it's who I am. I feel connected to my name. There's a reason why I wear a necklace that says my name on it, right. you know? It's who I am and I'm very connected to it. And when people don't say it, it's almost um, offensive, especially if I say like, hey, can you say, it's actually pronounced Chires. Some people are like, oh, I can't say that. That's too hard. Or people will just look at it and say, I can't do that. I had a sub say to me once, you know, this is too ethnic. I'm not going to say it. And it's like, no, that's who I am. I am not too much of anything. I am just enough. And like, I think like one of the first stories that I ever wrote um, for a school's newspaper was the importance of saying names because that's who a person is. If you don't say their name, you're ignoring a piece of who that person is, you know? And so it's important to recognize who a person is as a whole. And that starts with a name, you know? And I've always felt connected to my name and other people do as well. So I think it's important to, you know, practice practice saying someone else's names like i've met people who i don't know how to say their name and i'm like okay this is how i would say it how would you say it or sometimes people will americanize their names to make it easier for others and i hear it and i'm like is that really how you pronounce it Mm. how should i be Mm. saying your name because i want to say your name not an easier version um and i think even doing that to other people like it makes their day sometimes, you know? Without question. People feel so happy when you say their name because it's who they are. When you're acknowledging who they are, people feel more comfortable around you. Right. And and I love I love how you share that. I was listening earlier in the week, so they make fun of Nick, I believe, because mm-hmm. he says Cre- he can't say Creighton. I, I've never <laughs> listened to myself. So we won't ask him to pronounce anything. Um, I say you all make fun of me all the time because I say like Garage and Chipotle and I can't <laughs> like I'm, I'm a hot, I'm a heart darn mess. But I really appreciate you sharing that because I think, um, you know, we always want that. How do we take away mm-hmm. and learn, but not um, just do do better, but be better yeah. <laughs> um, on that. Um, yeah, as we kind of roll into things, tell us. Tell us about some mentors that you've had in your life um, or and just what is that what does that look like for you? Um, so some mentors, I'd say most definitely my mom is one of my mentors. She's been there my whole life and supporting me and guiding me through life in all of its challenges. Um, I'd also say 
recently this year, my therapist has been a real good mentor. Um, one of the things that's really stuck with me of what she's told me that's really helped me stay emotionally strong and secure is um, don't let the actions of others determine how your life is going to be. Mm. So allow or be in control of your own emotions. So if somebody does something to try to harm you, try your best to not let that harm you and let yourself dictate how your life is led. Um, nobody should be in control of your life but your yourself. And I feel like that also plays a lot into insecurities. If you allow other people to control your life, like if you allow people on social media to control how you see yourself, then you're going to be insecure. So really take control of your life and don't let others lead it. Um, so she's been a real great mentor for me. I mean, she's just, a, she's just my therapist, but that also can go way beyond the title. Um, and, you know, I'd also say probably you have been one of my mentors because you have really taught me a lot about equity and really sparked my passion in equity. When I first came into that um, room, I think it was back in August of 2021 or 2022, I honestly didn't really know what equity was. Um, and I did not have the right mindset when I walked into that room. But very quickly, that mindset was put into me. Um, my passion for equity developed. And I want more than anything right now for my friends and everyone of diversity to just live in a way that they can have the same experience that we have um, or that anybody has. Like Everybody should be receiving the same or not necessarily the same, but the same value mm. of their educational pathway so that they can be just as um, successful as anyone else. I loved how you defined that because I was just going to ask you to define that, but you said receiving that same educational value um, to to achieve success. And so um, definitely appreciate that. Um, as we ask both of you, just um, what what is a piece of advice that you would have for adults? Um, you talked about your involvement with Student Vote, and we have an election here on the 2nd. So if I can say something, I encourage everybody to go out and, and participate um, in that in that opportunity. But what's a piece of advice that you would have for adults? adults uh, moving forward um i would definitely say children have a voice like mm. we are not just we have our own minds we can think for ourselves especially with the way social media has worked throughout these years everybody has been able to really connect each other to different ideas very quickly so it's really, really disrespectful when somebody says, oh, you don't have a voice because you're a child or, oh, that's not valued because you're a child. Um, I really hate it when people belittle me just because of my age. Right. I know what I think and I'm strong in my beliefs. I do my research just like any other person. Honestly, I feel like students nowadays do more research than some of the adults <laughs> voting out there. Right. And without we don't question, even have voting without rights. question, you got your <laughs> yeah. doctorates, yes. So listen to the youth because we have our own opinions and we're out here. We are the ones that are going to be leading the country in a couple of years. So make sure that you give us like a foundation and we don't have to build that on our own. Awesome. Awesome. Piece of advice from you to, to let's go with the adults right now. Um, I think I think my best piece of advice would be to engage always with all people, I think. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, growing up a lot, we were taught, you know, if you see someone who's different, don't point them out. 
don't look, you know, that sort of thing. Like, we're like, oh, let's not look about it. Let's not talk about it either. Let's not have this conversation if something or someone is different. Um, but I think when you do that, you can ignore a big problem. Like, I know the clearest example I can think of this is, like, um, if you're just, like, walking down the street and you see someone, like, in a wheelchair, you're just going to be like, oh, I shouldn't look. I don't want them to think I'm making fun of them. I'm just going to not – I'm just going to look away. I'm not going to point them out. But then you're ignoring someone's entire existence when you're just, like, trying to not cause a scene because mm -hmm. you're scared that you're going to mess up. Right. But I think even just smiling at someone can make their day. Like, why would you not want to at least try to make that connection with someone, you know? Um, so don't look away from people. Say hi. Don't avoid a conversation just because you're unfamiliar with the topic. Engage so that you can learn. Because if you are silent, you can't really gain much from an experience. Right. But if you're... If you're loud, if you're engaging, um, if you're just starting to make a connection, that's how you can really make a change, I feel. I love how you talked about be comfortable being uncomfortable is something yeah. we always oftentimes say. So tell us real quick, um, what's your future plans? Um, I'm going to be going to UNL to study journalism. Okay, and what do you, what do you look forward to in the future? I really hope I can study at Georgia Tech Aerospace Engineering so I can move on to NASA. Awesome. Hey, I really do appreciate both of you for pouring into us. Those graduation pins are on their way, so we're going to make sure we get those. We always try to end 90, um, bigger than the score with a quote, so Maya Angelou said, do the best you can until you know better, then when you know better, do better. With that being said, thank you for listening to Bigger Than the Score on 93.7 The Ticket. Have a great week and do better.